Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 well. Very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and uh, it's OneRadioNetwork.com. It's our Friday show where we generally just fool around and have some fun. And uh, you are always welcome to join us via the telephone at 888-663-6386 or the email thing, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We're live here. It is November 12, uh, 2021. November 12, let me turn something down just a little bit, a little bit over modulated here. November 12, 2021. We're going to have fun this morning. There's lots to talk about, and it's just so... um, I don't know, just so kind of fun being on planet Earth uh, today, Um, playing Earth today, the planet thing, I have to quit saying that, Um, just because, I don't know, (laughs) we've just learned so much over the last couple of years, it's just been an amazing journey through this whole COVID hoax, and uh, all you know, all kinds of things are coming, are surfacing up. And they're, you know, they come up from the, uh, I suspect they come up from the subconscious realm of our subconscious. And um, then they just pop up everywhere. People become more aware of this and that. And then we share that information, as Dr. Cowan just said, we do that. And we share the information through this beautiful magnetic um, way we do it, just like kids, you know, share the information with, uh, "Hey, it's a good time. Let's let's all have the measles." They don't catch the mag- uh, the measles germ like people believe, because there is no measles germ. But they go to school and they have measles party, and they they get together and they say, "Well, what do you say? We just..." What do you say we should all detox together and then it'll be fun because uh, our parents all think that we're all, uh, you know, it's okay because we're all getting it, but we don't get anything because it's a detox and our parents will be happier and uh, and they won't worry so much because all the kids at school are getting the measles. Again, you use these terms and if you say it long enough, uh, moms and doctors and they all believe that we get the measles and we don't of course there it's a detoxification process just like the mumps just like the flu just like cold just like uh, covid it's just all a detoxification uh, thing there is no germs there are no we know this now there's no viruses there's no cold viruses there's certainly no covid viruses and the there may be a bioweapon, but it, it's not through the air. It go, the only way you can get a bioweapon in somebody really is to shoot it in their arm, which is what this uh, COVID thing has been about, in my opinion. So, so that's been the plan all along. You heard the brilliant uh, uh, discourse by David Martin. We're going to get him back on soon. And he, oh, for about 40 minutes or so, about an hour ago, he goes through the whole thing and he's probably one of the most uh, premier researchers on this thing and how it works. And it's always been about putting a bioweapon into people to kill them. And 
the way they did that, you got to convince them that they're, they caught a virus and you can catch a virus. And um, so they, they did that pretty, pretty cool. They had all the media and they convinced the media and they convinced everybody that there was a COVID virus. And then they, they jimmied the numbers and then people didn't look at the numbers really. They never really you know, looked at them carefully like, like we did and everybody else did. And you could see that the whole thing was made up. But most people didn't see that. All they did was look at the news and wear their mask and that's what they did. God love them. Um, it's not what I do. I don't think it's what you want to do. Uh, I wouldn't hang out with those people. They're not going to be good influences on you. Family, friends, you know, family just kind of invite them over to the house. But if they're all hooked up in masks and viruses and cooties and stuff, well, it's up to you whether or not you want to hang out with them or not. I, I don't mind. I don't just Family, you just give them a break, you know, because they're family. Hmm. But other people, I just, you know, what are you going to do? So we know the deal. You know, we know what it is. We know it's all been made up. And now it's time uh, for us just to, um, um, you know, think our way through and think um, every day. And uh, we're going to talk about it this morning. Um, it's so simple. It's, it's so simple how to create a, a great life for ourselves that um, it's so simple it's hard to even talk about. But um, I'm going to give you some ideas on how it works, how, how we as spiritual beings create, create our own reality and how we, we can just consciously do it um, because we just consciously think what we want. Really, that's pretty much uh, uh, the way it goes. You see, part of the, um, the whole flat earth, spinning model, gravity, um, you know, one of the reasons why we're so interested in it is because long ago they began to, to 500 years ago, the, the, the Freemasons, globalists, they began to convince people that what they believed to be true and all cultures from early on knew that there was a firmament uh, around the earth, uh, uh, this dome kind of thing that's made up of some really incredible magic blue ice, very thick, but it's a blue ice that's the same blue ice that's, um, that's created these large, maybe 200 feet way up there, um, ice, ice uh, shelves all around the Antarctic, which is surrounded, surrounded by the, the flat earth. And you can see how it works. Uh, the um, the um, center of this flat earth is, a, is the North um, Pole. So when you go anywhere from the North Pole away from it, you're going south, right? And then you end up in the Antarctic, which is surrounded by this large, um, and you can see videos of it that we have if you'd like to see them. And it's made up of this ice, which is really curious. We've had a, we've seen a video where this fellow went down to Antarctic uh, long ago. He's working for the Navy and they had all these secret places that he wasn't supposed to go, but 
he figured out how to get in there and see some of it. And they were trying to study this this blue ice, and and, and see how it worked, you know. And they 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 you know the the military and them, but they couldn't really figure it out because it's kind of magic blue ice stuff that was made by God. And and if you would punch a hole in it, the ice would just seal up the hole. And it was so cold that you couldn't even hold it, like 100 and 200 degrees below zero, so cold. And that's why um, the Arctic is, Antarctica is the way it is, because this ice is never going to, and if it would, if it would melt, well then the oceans would just dribble off, you know, off the, the edge of the earth, which, you know, that's not the way God designed it. Um, so, um, so this blue ice is, is what the, the firmament, as the Bible talks about in other uh, ancient cultures, firmament. People have, uh, have kind of used the firmament into the term the earth, but it's not. It's the firmament, which is this huge uh, structure that covers the entire flat earth, and it could be thousands and thousands and thousands of miles out from where we believe it ends. You know, if you flatten the earth, we believe it ends. It could be, I mean, who knows how far it is. But you can't really go past the ice walls because they have the military down there. They have since, so, 1950, it's a UN operation, and so they have it all blocked by air, sea, and land, and they'll arrest you and throw you in jail and actually just stop you in there. We've seen videos of people go down there and uh, you just can't do it. You can't fly over it, you can't take a ship over it, and you can't walk over it. Why is that? Well, use your imagination. So the globalists and the Freemasons who have been up to this, um, who knows what's on the other side of the ice walls, the 300-mile ice thing, who knows? Um but I suspect they know, and since you know they're blocking it, people from looking, there could be massive amounts of gold, silver, oil, uh, natural resources that they just want to um, have for themselves after they kill uh, everybody. I, you know, I don't know what these people are up to, but they're they're crazy, and um, so this is what we're dealing with. And so um, back to the COVID thing. By the way, our phone number. Please join us, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Guarantee you, if you hang around here, you're going to get the big picture in a most, more concise, clear way, in, in I think the most accurate, accurate way that you're going to get anywhere on the interweb because nobody is looking at this stuff the way we are from a soul perspective. That's just what we do for a living. That's our job, and we're very grateful to be able to do it. So this started, you know, back to the COVID thing, this started long ago to trying to teach people that what you see and what you see is not true. You know, you see that you're on a flat plane and you can see it. If you go up on the mountains and fly up there and you can see it's flat. And you can see that the horizon is always level if, if there was on a globe and it was curved, right, the horizon would always be below you when you get up high, right? I mean, it's just so simple. If you want a globe that was curving, 
the horizon would go down, but you can go up thousands, you know, thirty thousand feet or forty thousand, which we've seen uh, flights up there, and it doesn't go down. It's always, I mean, just that one thing shows you that we're just on a flat plane. But anyway, so people have looked at this, and and uh, and this was all part of a well planned out uh, thing that they want to. Um, um, exterminate most of humanity um, because they're they're you know they're psychopaths. So this is what's going on. So this COVID thing has been planned for a very very long time, and they got people so brainwashed into believing, you know, just believing the internet and uh, all the media, all of it. I mean, except for a few places like us and some other alternative places and all social media because they censor all social media that isn't, you know, isn't the party line. We just got put in Facebook jail again for another 30 days. So join us on Telegram. You can see our Telegram link on the on the front page of One Radio Network. So this is all a planned, in my opinion, a planned uh, thing to really get people so indoctrinated into believing not what they see, you know, not what they see, but what they're being told. And so it was pretty clever. They knew what they were doing. Um, you know, they did the moon landing thing, so they believed that they went to the moon and all that. So if this were a real pandemic, there, of course, would be people dying in the streets and and, and stuff like that, and there's not. And, and um, it's all been a lie from the very very beginning there is no germ and uh, if there was a bioweapon as being released like um, like um, the United States government is arguing even Rand Paul um, uh, it's not true if you release a bioweapon in the air um, everybody would be dead or most people but it's not the way it's a bioweapon in the injections and they'll, they'll come to that conclusion someday I don't know how long, you know, maybe five years from now. We're still working on, on uh, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald being the sole, you know, the only man that, that shot Kennedy, right? Nine shots. He did pretty good. Oh, we're coming up to that anniversary. We ought to do something about that. So, um, so, as we talked with Dr. Cowan about, and I think it, he brilliantly explained what he thought it was about, that it was just about not uh, believing what we see to be true. And this is really what it's been about. Um, not believing what you see. And then you just, um, you know, people just believe what they're being told. And so on and on and on it goes. So here's where here's where we are. We know that um, we know how disease is caused by taking in toxic thoughts and believing them, taking in toxic chemicals and food colorings and bad food and um, stuff like that, and that's how uh, disease is created. As we detox them with saunas and fever and other things, then they just melts this uh, gel, which is kind of a very special DNA that Cowan talks about, and then it 
That's how fevers work. It's pretty simple. Mm. You don't have to worry about going to the doctor anymore. You don't have to worry about Medicare. and You know, you don't need that, in my opinion. Uh, just stay away from all that stuff. Doctors have no clue. They just have no clue. You know, just... You might have to go to a doctor someday to get a fix your broken leg and just pay cash. Or, you know. Because they're going to start um, making these uh, vaccines, I know not vaccines, these injections tied in with Medicare and Medicaid. You watch. That's going to be the next step. They're going to say, well, you can't get Medicare or Medicaid unless you get an injection. And of course, most people believe in the medical model. They believe the doctors can help them. And so they're scared. They have Medicare, Medicaid, and they'll get the injection. And that'll kill some more people because um, they're scared. So God love them. Uh, We don't recommend that. Um, Just let it go. You don't need these things. Uh, we know what causes disease. We know how to get rid of disease. No matter what they tell you, you have high blood pressure. I don't do medical advice, but here's my opinion. High blood pressure, uh, diabetes, you know, cancer, whatever. The body's going to fix it up. Get back in balance. Just detox. You can do coffee enemas, and you can do saunas. Eat good food. Change your way of thinking, the most important. And the body will get back into it, in the balance. But they want you to, you know, get uh, mammograms and check your breasts, and uh, if you have a lump, do this, and, uh, you know, got to come in and we got to cut out parts of your colon. I mean, the emails that I get are just incredible. Uh, The people, we're going to cut out this, and we're going to cut out that, and you have a tumor in your colon, and... um, my opinion, just my opinion, I don't do medical advice, but I wouldn't do any of it. Um, you have a little tumor somewhere, the cancer is just trying to figure things out. It's trying to encapsulate the cancer cells so it forms a tumor and your body will get rid of, it'll get rid of it. It just will. Now if you get scared and you go in there and you let somebody start cutting on you, well, um, it's not going to end well. I mean, think about it. You have this beautiful system, the body, that wants to uh, clear out everything. That's what it wants to do. And it wants to get back on the balance. That's what it's always trying to do. Every moment of your life, the body is getting back into balance if we just let it. We don't have to intervene. Boom. Never. We just don't have to. Now, um, as we are getting back into balance, the thyroid is pretty darn important, and most people have low low thyroids because of a whole karmic thing on planet Earth. I'm really thinking about that. Um, You can do a little piggy thyroid, and it's not going to hurt you at all. And there's some great products out there. They're um, They're not pharmaceuticals. I've got some. They're just pig thyroid. You can get some on Dr. Cowan's site, and you can take a little bit of that, and that'll boost up your thyroid to help you feel better while you're figuring out. And the body will just uh, catch on, and you won't have to be on these your whole life. 
I won't take it my whole life. Once it get once it gets back in there, uh, then you can start just um, slowly getting off of it if you want. And I think that's probably the only thing, um, the only thing I know that you'd want to take a little extra something. Uh, magnesium seems to be a reasonable thing to take uh, every day. Extra magnesium for some reason. We just don't get enough magnesium in our in our diets, um, but uh, so I think magnesium is a reasonable thing to play around with. If you haven't, you know, get some mag- uh, magnesium bicarbonate, which we think is the best. And uh, Dr. Vollmer talked about it yesterday, um, and see if uh, that doesn't help you to feel more energized. And then we have all the foods, of course, pine pollen, elk velvet antler all the things on Shen Blossom, sulfur, these are great great things to take because they'll, you'll feel better. You know, you just will. The bio superfood, man, that thing is great. I love it. Um, oh, I don't have it right here. So, some cool things uh, to take. And these are just foods, you know. A little coffee in the morning is good for you. Dr. Ray Pete says coffee actually helps to boost your thyroid, which is kind of interesting. <clears throat> uh, helps to uh, move your little colon. <laughs> um, so, you know, so. We recommend doing a, um, a Kabbalamine tonic that Adam turned us on to, Adam Bergstrom, our good friend, which is um, coffee, teaspoon of cacao, the chocolate, raw chocolate, which has got a lot of uh, um, magnesium in there, speaking of magnesium. Organic maple syrup, and then um, coffee, and then uh, isocobalamine tonic, and that'll help move your bowels, and also help to uptake the cobalamine, the vitamin B12, and uh, you could do one of those every day. And uh, they, they, they taste great, I have one here. Tastes kind of like a, you know, a little chocolate milkshake. Actually, um, if you don't like to taste the coffee, I think you'll like it. <clears throat> We're going to talk uh, quite a bit about just uh, um, the very simple, simple way of 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 having a happy, happier, healthy life just by thinking your way through it. Uh, and, and this is what Cowan talked about, and we've been talking about, and. And the more people we can really um, get on to talk about it and and on these Friday shows and when I'm on by myself, folks, it's so simple um, that you 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 most of you won't do it because it's too simple. But and it takes a little uh, effort and it takes a little focus, takes a lot of focus, and you're going to have to change the way you uh, do your life because if you spend your life on the internet looking at all the crazy things that are going on, it's not going to work. And that's why most people are stuck, in which we don't do. I can read a headline, and I can see what's going on, and, um, you know. Carol writes, okay, I agree. Germ theory is, is a specious, can't catch a cold. Please, what are your thoughts about transmission of the vaccine from one person to another shoe shedding? So I, I, I just don't think, 
I would never, ever, ever say to myself, I can get something from somebody else. I don't care where it's STDs, herpes, shedding. Just don't do it. Just let it go. If you keep thinking you can get something from somebody, you can. It's no more complicated than that. You cannot get anything into your body unless you let it in. That's it. You can't. We are spiritual beings. We are a hologram. We control our reality. We control every cell in our body by what we think and what we feel. And if we believe that something can come in and hurt us, it can. If we don't believe it can come in and hurt us, it can't. Let it go. Simple. I know it seems a little tough love that I'm, but I don't know what else to tell you. It's the way it works. We are that powerful. We are that powerful. We are powerful. Can't come in. I've never once believed that chemtrails can hurt me. Have they ever affected me? Do I look like I've been affected by chemtrails my whole life? They don't. They can't. I don't know if they're spraying anything up there. I don't care. Just let it go. I wouldn't be surprised if there was never any terrible things sprayed out of planes. Wouldn't be surprised at all. I think they just made it up just to scare us. Just like nuclear bombs. I think they just made it up. I think they just make everything up. Everything. Germs, nuclear bombs, chemtrails, shedding. That's why we haven't had some of these people on A lot of the natural people that are so well-respected, I won't mention their names, but you know who they are. They've not been on our show because I think they're, I don't think they get it. I don't think they get it. I mean, I, I think David Wolf is terrific. I think he's a great guy. We've had him on the show, but he doesn't get the germ theory. He still thinks you can catch stuff. I don't think he's got any... He doesn't have any any evidence for that. David doesn't. I think he's still in the germ theory. I think the only reason that people uh, get um, feel better with uh, ivermectin or HCQ, whatever that stuff is, is because it goes after um, parasites. Most people have parasites, overgrowth of parasites, I guess. I don't know. I don't I would never think I do, but I guess most people do because of the way they live and the way they think, and so they probably feel better taking ivermectin. But this whole ivermectin thing is just another just another scam. All these doctors. Ivermectin cures COVID. There is no COVID. I don't know how many times you got to say it. 
Can you please post yesterday's show on BitChute? Love to you and do. Yeah, I tried to do it this morning, and I don't know. I just couldn't couldn't figure it out. They changed something on BitChute, but we're working on it. I know it's tough to give up some of these things because they're so much fun to believe that they give you something to do. We humans have been talked into believing so much crap that there's always something out there that's ready to get us. A germ, terrorists, nuclear bomb, chemtrails, bioterrorists, domestic terrorists now, white supremacists, whatever. That's what it's all about, man. They just want to keep you and me in fear, in worry, in, well, what about... It's all nonsense. Walk out in the world and you tell me, is there anything dangerous out there? Really get out there and just look around. Breathe. Is there anything dangerous that's wanting to get you? What do you see? What do you feel? Nothing. I think the problem is is that most people are so damn lazy, lazy and afraid to do something productive that they want to just keep buying into this fear because then they don't have to do anything. Oh, I don't have time because I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get this. Because once you let go of all that, everything, what are you going to do in your life? Well, what God wants you to do, and that's do something. (laughs) Do something productive. Write something, create something, paint something, do a garden, um, help help people in trouble. I mean, start a company. Uh, I don't know. Create something. That's why we're here. We're here to create something new. All of us. It's the only reason we're here. And I know there are all these forces that are wanting us to not do that because that's what their job is. They just want to, no, you can't do that. No, no, you got to, oh, come on. You got to worry about terrorists. You got to worry about nuclear bombs. You got to worry about this. No, you can't do that. It's all made up. I know you don't blame me. I don't care. Someday. Someday you'll you'll look back and say, you know what? I think Patrick was on to something. Do you know Survival, Daniel Vitalis? One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Surthrival, the chaga and the reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to downregulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. 
In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Survival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefit of these extremely high quality mushrooms. We're talking with Brandon Amalani, and he is uh, the man who brings us the Blue Shield technology to keep us all those little EMFs from uh, doing harm to our body. Mr. Brandon, the Blue Shield is a really beautiful little cube, right? That's the main product. And how does this work? Well, the, the cube essentially sends out signals into the environment that entrain the body. So the body is affected by all these electromagnetic fields in this in the environment. Uh-huh. And when Blue Shield's introduced into the environment, the body starts sympathetically resonating with it. And what we found over 30 years of development is that the body prefers the algorithm, the frequency range, the randomization of frequencies that are exposed into the environment, and the body stops attacking EMF or perceiving the EMF as a threat. And what this does is it normalizes white blood cell count, and it also starts to um, reduce inflammation markers from the body trying to attack the EMF. So essentially, what's happening is the body is basically renormalizing normalizing and reallocating immune power to the body and it makes the body stronger and more well regulated good job brandon that's an excellent explanation of how this technology works it's called the cube the blue shield see the ad on the front page use promo code one radio for a 10 percent discount get yourself one take care of the whole house that's blue shield right on the front page of one radio network.com you know and they have several different uh, uh models there all kinds of you know they have an upgrade and this and that and and uh, so um, you can you can pick which one you want just depending on on what your uh, budget is. They're different prices, so I I know they all work. <laughs> you know maybe some are a little bit better than the others for the different upgrades, and you know that's it's always like that. You know uh, just like an iPhone or whatever. There's always more stuff, but uh, but I I don't I wouldn't. Um, you know, I wouldn't concern myself which uh, much with which one you can get. Just kind of, uh, you know, whichever one works for your budget is the one you want to get. Because just look at it like that. Um, as uh, you know, this is you know this is the one, right? This is the one because this is the one I can afford. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and immane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. There is no America. There is no democracy. There is only IBM and ITT and AT&T and DuPont, Dow, 
Union Carbide, and Exxon. Those are the nations of the world today. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies, Mr. Beale. The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business, Mr. Beale. It has been since man crawled out of the slime. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And uh, we get to partake in this business as little or as much as we want. It's just our choice. How much, you know, what do you want to do? Just our choice. Okay. This is uh, Patrick Timpone. It is November 12, 2020. Let's just get in a bit to of this idea of how easy it is to have the reality that we want and all we have to do is think about what we want. Uh, and if you call in, I'll, I'll stop talking and put you on 888-663-6386 and pick up where we go. So th- this is, it's so simple that um, as I say, most will not even grasp onto it because, well, they won't care. You won't care because you don't. But it's up to you. So every, every moment, every moment, every moment, from the thought of, I'm going to go into the kitchen, put on some water, to I'm going to, you see yourself going outside. We, 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 we must think to move, right? We are thinking before we make any movement. The moving the arm, running, walking, we're still thinking First, but it's happening so quickly, it's so ingrained in movement that we just do it because it's like all telepathically. But we're still to move the arm up. You have to have a, you know, just you can watch yourself to move the arm up. You have to have the the desire to move it up before it moves up, and it you do. Otherwise, it wouldn't go up. Just try it. I mean. You get real quiet and move, move, and you can see right there in your state of consciousness that you have to have a, you can see it. And see, once you see how this works, it's so simple, you can see it. So this is how our life works. We think of what we want. We think about what we want. And we get it. We are spiritual beings. We are our our essence is divine spirit. That's what we're made out of. So we have all the juice that we need to heal, to create. We have it's that's that's the that's the um, the engine 
That's the electricity. That's the energy, his spirit, which is in every living thing. So this is how we create. And we've created this life. So whatever you got going on in your life, my life, look around. I don't care what it is. A floor that needs sweeping, uh, flowers, uh, a relationship, or lack of one, or what lack of money or too much money or whatever it is for you, you've created it. You just have. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. <laughs> because it just doesn't, it doesn't happen until, unless we create it. Does that make sense? That's simple. That's simple. So I would encourage you to start saying all kinds of good things to yourself all the time. All the time. All the time. And don't leave room for anything else. I'm doing great. I'm getting younger. I'm getting healthier. I'm getting, I don't believe in aging. I don't believe in nuclear. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in anything except God. And, and I want to move forward and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I want to, you know, I want to write, I want to write the great American novel God, show me how, and I want an idea on how to do that, and boom, and just all the time. Because you're going to be thinking about something all the time anyway, so might as well think about what you want. And uh, the, the challenge is, is that we've never taught, been taught this, so what we generally do, and you and I have done it for lifetimes, is we bring in stuff, um, whatever it is, oh, the shedding will kill you, and then we think about it, and that's what we're thinking about, and and then, you know, then that's what you'll get. Or whatever. Or I can't believe those politicians are doing that, and then you think about that, and it's just all a big, uh, a big game. It just all doesn't matter, unless you want it. And that's in your state of consciousness, and that's what you get. So your state of consciousness and mind create everything. So it's up to you what you want. Takes a lot of energy, takes a lot of focus, and um, at first, takes a great deal of faith because you don't really believe, most of you, that you are a spiritual being and you are powerful because why would you believe it? Nobody's ever taught you that, and you know, dumb things happen, and wow, dumb things are happening to me, and I don't have what I want. How can I be spiritual being? Because that doesn't work. This guy's crazy. Well, so at the beginning, you just fake it. You, you just, you know, you just have faith. This is what faith in God is. You have faith until it starts to become clear, and it may take a year of thinking like this until you, you clear out everything. Then it's just clear sailing, and there's nothing stopping you from doing anything. 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 Why would it? What's going to stop you? Think about it. What can stop me? The only thing that can stop us is us. That's it thinking we can't do it, or it's too big a deal, or oh my God, 
or, you know, what's that all about? Um, I can't do that. I mean, that'd be too cool. That would be too much. Holy cow. Man, if I did that, that would be like, whoa. <laughs> you know, that would be like, whoa. I can't do that because that would be too good. And you'll see those thoughts come through and then that's the, that's when you really learn. You say, wow, I've been deep down, I've never thought I could do that. I never thought I would have that kind of happiness. I never thought that would be possible. And it'll come up and you want to clear all that stuff out. It's all in the subconscious. And the only way you clear it out is to see it and know that it's not you. So the more you do it, the more you're going to get this kind of thoughts of, oh, I can't do that. That'd be too cool. Oh, my God. To find somebody, the person, and whoa, like, you know what I mean? The best friend ever and also a lover and to be with? No, I couldn't do that. That'd be too cool. So what do you think? Well, that's why you don't have it. Why I don't have it. It's coming. But you see what I'm saying? Once it, you know, once you see that that thought was in there, then you see it and you go, well, okay. I'll change that to, I can do anything I want and I'll have everything I want. And then that's when it'll come. These, this subconscious of vibes that we have, it's a very, there are very, the subconscious is a very interesting um, area. And it's actually the, the etheric plane, so it's very powerful. It's not some really deep, dark thing that you don't want to mess with. Actually, I think it's where the action is. Um, it's where the powerful, uh, the power is. Now, and so we can, we can really get good at controlling our conscious mind, just like I talked about moment by moment, day after day, minute by minute, and just, you know. And then, as we're doing that, you'll see that the subconscious will bring up um, contra-indications to that. Oh, you can't do that. And then, all you gotta do is say, come on, what is that? Of course I can. I can do whatever I want. What's gonna stop me? And it'll just go away. It'll just clear it out. That's how you clear it out. Everything has to come to the surface. Which is really what disease is, right? We, we create diseases, so the reason we create them comes to the surface, and we learn. Hopefully, this is the whole disease process, in my opinion. This is how it works. No matter what it is, cancer, um, the sciatica thing I had, or the, the heartburn thing I had, or the mm, colon thing, remember I had that one? That was a tough one. And that's how I learned it all, was just creating these weird diseases that were so painful that I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out. There was nothing to do on the physical level, right? There was nothing I could take to, to get rid of the colon thing that I had. Remember when I did the great colon reset? Phew, man. Years ago. A couple years worth of pain. And I just, I, you know, I got to the point where I just knew that there was nothing I could take. 
you know, this way, right? I just knew it. It was my karma, and I just uh, just went with it until I figured it out and saw all of the emotional, trauma, traumatic things that were subconscious I was creating in it, and they came out, and it, it finally just went away. That's how it works. That's what disease is. So I was blessed enough to be able to see how this works, and I, I know I did it so I could show you how. You're welcome. My pleasure. That's what I did, you know, part of my karma dharma. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you care to be on the show, uh, email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com or 888-663-6386. Man, I tell you what, these guys, we'll talk more about the, the, the thinking, the creating reality. If you want, just email me or call. Otherwise, you either don't care or you got it. Either one. Um... I mean, I don't know if you saw the video we ran about an hour ago with Stu Peters about this gal that really looked in the whole pedophilia thing. Um... Celebrities, she named names, I won't mention them here, and also politicians, I will mention Biden and Obama both. She said she was raped by. Sure seemed credible to me. Um, well, we know these people are, you know, crazies. It's no secret. The whole pedophilia thing is coming, coming undone more and more. And it's going to all come out. You know, this is all part of this great awakening. It's going to come out. Challenges right now, of course, most of the, uh, the, you know, the Department of Justice, the FBI, and they're all swampy. But there'll be some people. There'll be some people coming out. There's one good guy, this guy that is doing the... um, investigation into the Steele dossier, you know, that phony thing that the media and it, uh, Clinton, Hillary was behind it and she may get her just desserts. They've already they've already indicted a couple of people and he's going for he's going for Hillary. And they, what they did was illegal. You know, they just made up some dossier, uh, the Russian thing. It was all made up from the very beginning and, uh, you know, they're going to get caught someday in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. They're going to get caught. And they're probably going to go to jail. Gates will probably go to jail. Fauci will probably go to jail. Obama, they'll probably get them someday. Clinton. They're all spooky people, man. So it's kind of fun. You know, we'll watch that. Again, though, remember that these things do not affect us whatsoever. It's just things to to look at, just like a movie. Remember, it's just a movie, 
And so you get to watch whatever kind of movies you want, but they don't affect you, right? No, you just, oh, that was fun. So remember, these things we talk about that I just mentioned, like the pedophilia thing, it's just a movie. You can't do anything um, to help these people except maybe get the, keep, you know, passing on the links, get, get the information out there, but don't get involved emotionally with it or mentally or spiritually. It's not our job. We can't do anything about it. You can, you can look at it like I just did, but it's not, it doesn't stick. So I know that sometimes when I talk about it, it might sound like I'm, I'm um, um, doing two things at the same time. And that's the way physical reality is. You know, we're separate from it all, but we are connected to it. So it's good to help bring it out, but then don't be involved in it emotionally. Make sense? You think? Then people say, well, how do you know if you're involved emotionally? Well, just stop talking about it and is it still there? Nothing there. No, it's not there. If you'd like to uh, join us on Telegram, we have some great folks and uh, probably this is going to be the place to be soon. We were just kicked off a of face plant again. <laughs> we just put up the uh, latest one, uh, if you haven't seen it, of um, David Martin, brilliant uh, talk that he gave. He is pretty cool. Oh, here's a caller. Good morning. Hello? <laughs> well, BBB, uh, Bagels by Bridget is calling. Hi there, kid. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I looked up and I was like, oh my God, it's almost, I, I gotta go call and just say hello because it's Friday and I can. <laughs> and you can. Well, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. I hadn't been listening to you. I apologize. But um, I did want to make a remark about Tom Cohen's... Uh, uh-oh, what's that noise? Am I, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. It's making some funny noises. Um, I loved what he... Y'all, that last interview was really good. Good, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And, I, you know, the one thing that so hit home was anything invasive that we do to the body. I mean, like them saying that they can take take something out of our bodies and put it in a Petri dish and then figure and then think that they know what it is just seems like so much common sense. Like, no, you can't. Once you take it out of the body and oxygen and you know, whatever else, and then they put all that stuff in there. It's just like, that just seems like ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> and and we've been thinking that that's science or whatever. I'm just like, wow. How 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 dumb are we? I I don't know. I just was seemed like such a aha. I was like, God, I think anytime, even when you take blood, it made me think. When you take blood, I know that it maybe does tell you some things, but it's only for that moment. I agree. I mean, then, yeah. then your body changes every moment. Our body changes every. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and they they I'm did sorry, all this twenty three and Me stuff with the genetic. You know, that's all made up. I wouldn't. What a waste of time that was, you know. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, even blood tests. It's all, it's all made up, you know. It's all made up. Wow. And I, I have so many friends that that like take a, you know, a, a B twelve shot, or and they think it's just, oh yeah, let's go take a B twelve shot. And I'm like, no, I don't want to stick anything, put a hole in my body in any way, unless you know, I absolutely have to. I think it's such a shock and such an invasion to the miracle of what the body can do for itself if we just leave it alone and give it good thoughts and good food and, and, and good energy and and trust and believe. and. That's right. You're on it, girl. That's where it's at. It's that simple. It really is that simple. And uh, we were, that's what we were just talking about. So you were kind of getting it on the inner, sweetie. That's what we talk about. It's this last hour. Um Oh, okay. It's yeah. it's so simple that it's just most folks don't want to go there, but you can. You're doing it. You just think what you want. Good, you know. Just and that's what you're going to get. Yeah, and I want to say you helped me so much. I called you a while back because I was upset because my um, girlfriends were they. Some of my girlfriends did get the shot and that and i remember i called you because i was and you said you know don't judge them and i'm like oh my god you're so right i was judging them and right. that's a big thing for me i've really been working on anytime a little thought comes up i mean even if i drive by something and i see something and, I'll, and a thought will come in to my mind like i start judging people i'm like oh quit that you know i'm <laughs> I just slap myself with my own thumb, you know. Right. I'm like, don't do that. Stop it. <laughs> well, see, you're becoming more and more aware every day, right? Every day, every moment. Yeah, I'm amazed at though with that that I, you know, that I am doing that. I'm like, why are you doing that? You know, where's that coming from? I'm, so, uh, you know, it's interesting. It's uh, hmm. mm-hmm. Just like wow, um, yeah, how you know? Who are we to think that we know anything? I mean, it's hard enough to keep up with ourselves and figure it out, figure ourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start, start thinking we know what what's right for other per another person, right? Come on. Yeah, how dare I think I know anything? I mean, <laughs> and you know, then you go to the people that are these coaches, and the you know, you're like, really? I mean, yeah, I know. I appreciate advice, I guess, or. But I'm so getting more and more on the page of you of, you know, we need to just sit and contemplate and listen to our own mm-hmm. internal internal intelligence and, and don't think anybody else knows what's better for us. Or, yeah, nobody does, <laughs> except you. Yeah. Isn't it, kind? Isn't it the cool? Time to do it or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's important. Well, how's your blood supply doing? What, baby? Oh, I'm just uh, working my way through the bagels right now. They're so good. I do love them. I had uh, one about 3 o'clock in the morning this morning. I like 
Yes, I know. It's, uh, I have a glass of raw milk, and then I had a piece of, you know, half of the bagel. I slice them and toast it with butter and jelly. Oh, forget about them. Read a little bit. Did you get you? Did you get you another toaster? Yeah, I did. I got a toaster that handles bigger pieces, and my toaster was not working, so I got one, and it's great. Good. Well, let me know when it starts getting low. I'll send you some more. Oh, well, then after this, well, see, I did the first thing of the bread, right? You did two breads and one bagels, right? Yeah, but it was just a half of bread. It was two halves. Halves. Yeah. So I'm going to go through the bagels and I'll start working on the other other loaf of bread. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. It's great. I'm enjoying sharing with you. Do you uh, do you like do you like the, the whole wheat or the or just the white? Do you use the one that you're like I like this better? I don't. Is there? I don't know the difference. Is there what? I didn't figure out the difference in the whole wheat and the white. Okay, so one is one is white white flour, so it's white and it's light, and the hmm. other one is the the whole grain, so it's going to be heavier and it's got more of a nutty flavor oh hmm it's darker I think that's the first one I had was the no I think I had the white one yeah I'm gonna have to pay more attention to that I just thought they were same yeah that's why I think you have to have so you could see I have one girlfriend she's such a priss and she only likes the white and I've sent and I was like you gotta be kidding me and she's complaining about bread I'm sending her I'm like you know (laughs) she's like I really like the light stuff so I mean so then I'm like Again, there I go, judging. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so then I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, she likes just the white. Okay, that's what she likes, you know, so. Um, okay. So that's, well, I see, no, you, I see you on Telegram every now and then. Glad, thanks, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, man, but it's getting depressing. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, I was going to send this funny thing. Oh, my God, a friend sent me a video. I sent him, I was just being silly. And I was asking him to bring something home, and uh, it just makes me laugh so hard. And I was going to put it on there, but it's it's just because my face is real close to the to the camera, and and it just oh, it's hilarious. And I thought I was going to do it just to make people laugh because it's getting depressing on there. It's what? <laughs> it's getting depressing on Telegram. Every time I turn it on, you know, it's just ah. Oh, you mean of all the weird stuff going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then yeah, I just saw that it's just part of the deal as we're coming in awake. It's just, you know what I mean? It just gets messy before it gets better. It's, a, it's just, the dark before the light. Yeah, yeah. It's just darkest before the dawn. And just don't take it seriously. And, you know, it's fine. It's just stuff. Well, I just watched the thing with Stu Peters and that, and that young lady. Wow. Oh, Isn't that a trip? God, that is so if it's that big I mean she says these tunnels are everywhere under schools and I'm like holy moly good oh my gosh yeah we've heard about these tunnels for years as you know you know people have said they're there you know these tunnels that they use you know to traffic these kids and millions of them and we've heard about it for years and I suspect it's true it's just more and more keep coming out uh, about it I think uh, when Trump was in he had a big uh, Red Cross ship, remember, uh, out there uh, in the New York Harbor. And they said that they, the Navy SEALs um, uh, saved a whole bunch of kids in one of those tunnels. Uh, 
So I think mm-hmm. there's more stuff going on. I don't think it's going on now with Biden because he's a, you know, he's part of the deal. Uh, but uh, Trump was uh, trying to get rid of some of them. Yeah. I know, and I, I like that she said that. That yeah. she said he really, um, yeah. Because <clears throat> who did I hear? Uh, <clears throat> What was it? Somebody that was talking about Trump. Oh, he signed into, you know, he signed the thing about the um, shots. You know, he signed that. And who was it was saying they were like, I don't care if you're good. You know, you've got to be so totally, um, you know, they were saying he's done a lot of good things. But why did he sign this? You know, we want him to be authentic and true in every way, in every way. Yeah, well, you know, good luck with that. You're not going to get a. A, a perfect uh, politician, you know, <laughs> you're just not. It's just not going to happen. It's, it's uh, we're on Earth, girl. <laughs> so you, yeah. just, you just take and the I, best one you can. You know, he's got his faults. <laughs> yeah, I think he got. I think he got bamboozled on the vaccine thing. I agree. He just did. That's what. But now I I, he's I out there, pretty it. public, saying that he doesn't think the kids should get it. And I think he's, you know, he's coming he around. Um, but. Uh, no, I think he did. But good. other than that, other than the vaccine thing, that, I don't think, you know, I think he did a good job, you know, for, holy cow, compared to what's going on today, man. Oh, my God. I know. And you're right. And I think that, like, a lot of people just say, do this, do this. And a lot of them, they're just so many things that they have to do that they probably, you know, um, trust the people that are talking to them. And, and we know now that a lot of those people weren't helping them. They were, you know, um but he was when he was in, they weren't supporting him. And and also, Robert Kennedy yeah. said that he took that Trump took a bunch of money from Pfizer as well, and why he stopped RFK Jr. from doing the doing the whole vaccine thing that he hired him to do to look at it. So you know he's swampy, hey, you know, but he's not as swampy as the other one. So what can I tell you? Well, yeah. <laughs> Take the best of all evil, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna think politicians can do anything, you know, then you're in this swamp anyway, right? Yeah. You know, just yeah. even thinking that they have any 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 impact on our lives, which I don't believe they do. Uh, but um, you know, so well, just like the dollar, we uh, Bridget, it's the cleanest dirty shirt, right? So Trump is the cleanest dirty shirt in the closet. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have fun. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you get so many people involved. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, well, it's going to be, and then I keep trusting and believing that, oh my God, good is going to happen. We're just not, we can't even imagine how it's going to be because it's going to be so beautiful and wonderful and 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 all the bad people are just going to... Um, you know, go away. I think so. I think I we're. Hope. I think we're into a great awakening. It may take a couple of years to get there, to go through some really mm-hmm. junky stuff. I don't know. You know, as Andrew used to say, making predictions is difficult, especially when it involves the future. You know, every everybody has free will, so we don't know how long this is going to go on. But um, I definitely think we're going to see some really beautiful golden age things happening. I know I am in my future, so that's all I can speak about is for me, right, and for you. Just keep thinking that, knowing that, believing that. Don't let go of that. 
Just talk to yourself. It's going to get better. My life's going to get better, more abundant. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Don't let go. And good things are happening. Yeah. 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 And and it does make you feel good. And when you you just imagine it and see it and feel it and believe it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it will. And whenever you start to judge, turn it around quickly. (laughs) That's what I say. Oh, no. What I do is I'll just say to somebody, if I, you know, that thought will come in, I'll just go to them. Like I'll say, may the blessings be. Or you just kind of, you're wishing them well, but you're just not saying anything to them except may the blessings be. You're not even saying, God bless you, because I don't even like to do that. That's an incro, in my opinion. That's why we say, may the blessings be. So what you're saying to the person is, may the, the blessings be there if you want them. If you don't, it's okay. I love that, <clears throat> and I love that, and it's uh, like it's not up to us, like you're saying. No, nope. up to you know. So I love it. If you choose to <laughs> find those blessings, they'll be there. If not, if you not. rotten hell. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> rotten hell. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. If not, if not, if not. Okay. <laughs> I still got work to do. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hey, we're working on a little thing. Uh, We're working on a little little program maybe that Sean has discovered. You know, Sean in Seattle about um, having, helping you guys get into some some cryptos with just a little bit of money, and it might be a really cool thing. So keep keep in touch. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want to be in because I've been trying to do it. It was so funny. I opened up a Coinbase wallet. Oh, good. Like I'm trying to do this, oh. and then I tried to do something, and it you know it keeps coming up. You have no money, and I put like five hundred dollars. That's all I've got to play with right now, and then it keeps. I can't do it. It's just like oh, I'm you weren't able to buy any. Like, well, save the five hundred because yeah, because what this I is, it's, it this is a little company that Sean has investigated, and he's a pretty careful guy, very careful. And they're, they're, I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. And they're they're trading cryptos. And what you can do is you can kind of buy in to their trading platform, and they they get a little percentage, and then they're gonna be trading cryptos. And these guys are crypto nerds, and they're gonna know have a better shot at knowing which ones are gonna go up and down than us. And I'm gonna get in and do it, and and I'm gonna um, help you guys get in as well. And so stay tuned. Probably coming soon. Yeah, please let me know. And then also, I was going to try to follow up on David Wolf and see what he's doing. Well, he's got a whole program where I think I think it's in next month where you can actually sign up to a webinar thing if you go to his website. Is it davidwolf.com and learn about just some really interesting things going on with cryptos of borrowing money and lending money, you know, know. all kinds of stuff. But I, I don't know. understand any of it. But I want to do it. I think it's davidwolf.com. I think it's davidwolf.com. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know I can find it. Yeah, I just uh, hadn't had a chance, but I keep in my mind. I'm like, I wanted to see what he's doing because I love that thing. Because, you know, it's kind of like being, helping people and being a little bank or I don't know. It seems like that's where it's going. And oh, yeah. I'm in. I think that's where we're going. I'm in. Because uh, I, I think though there's going to need to be an alternative um, whole system and I think the Bitcoin thing and the crypto is it because the whole dollar thing, I don't want to be involved, you know, with, the, with the Fed coin, right? I want right? to learn about the crypto. Yeah, the Fed, yeah. the Fed coin. So I think the, the cryptos is just God's way of saying, did you hear Amanda Vollmer yesterday? Did you see that show? 
she, oh, no, I yeah, she bought some her. property in Canada, all set up, I think, 50 acres or something with solar and everything. And she, I, I'm not gossiping, so I wouldn't have said this if she told me off the air. But on the air, she said she was able to do it because of Bitcoin. She made a lot of money. I know. It's great. So no, I'm so happy for her because she. I know. Yeah, you know, I'm so. They're put. You know, she. And she is just. I just love that woman. The words that come out of her mouth. Yeah, she's her good. Integrity and her. She's good. Yeah. So she did all she with. Really I think is. she made a lot of money on Bitcoin. She said. Yeah, and a lot of people are, and I keep. I tell you about. Um, this guy is kind of crazy. You may not. Uh, you interviewed him before, uh, Jeff Brubeck, Brewick, something like that. Um, he's kind of a, I mean, he is who he is, but he, he's made, you know, now it's TV. I don't know. He's got a lot of, yeah, he's made a ton of money. Ton. I mean, do you still have wealthy? Yeah. <laughs> he's I, an Acapulco and he, I just, he has an Acapulco I, yeah. thing every year. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just don't see, you know, talking to Tom Luongo too. By the way, you should get involved and get, become a patron of him, his for 10 bucks a month. Because uh, yep. he knows a and he does he knows a lot about cryptos. He's really in tune with them, and I enjoy his stuff. Yep. You know, we have to learn about these things. You know, we're going to make some money. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, because who knows what's going to happen with the dollar? I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I'm excited. Yes, I'm going to do all of that. Okay, so let me know about um, Sean when that happens. Please. Yeah, yeah. I will. Okay. okay, sweetie pie. All right. Thanks for everything. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Bye. It's Bridget in, in Florida who sends us bread. Speaking of money, somebody just sent this. Warren Buffett. He's got the salaries of different people. All right, who cares? Um, he said, I would end the deficit in five minutes. He told CNBC, you just passed a law that says that anytime there's a deficit of more than 3% of GDP, all city members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. Whoa. 26th Amendment, granting the right to vote for 18-year-olds, took only three months and eight days to be ratified. Why? Simple. The people demanded that was in 1971. Warren Buffett is asking each addressee to forward the email. Oh. So he's got all these things he wants to do. Well, but Warren Buffett is, a, you know, is a globalist, so sounds good. I don't trust him. Um, <laughs> you know, these people put this stuff out there so they want to make you think like they're good guys. Either he goes to all the meetings, the G twenty, the I think he was at the climate thing and. 
You don't become a billionaire unless you're part of the crowd. It doesn't happen. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Hmm. Our phone number, 888-663-6386. I'm going to get you some emails. do this first. At the end of the night, the only place I want to go is back into my bedroom. And the supplement I take with me is Sir Thrival's Taboo Aphrodisia. It's an erotic herbal elixir made with several different aphrodisiac herbs and two key nutraceuticals. It's finished off with cacao, maple syrup, and a little vanilla bean for a super sexy flavor. And what it's designed to do is increase blood flow for both men and women. Come to bed, baby. Don't worry, we're married. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is Pine Pollen Pure Potency, or P4. This is Sir Thrival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of Sir Thrival's supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we want to do is amplify that sine wave. We don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen, pure potency. Previously on our show, we talked to the now legendary Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, and he mentioned sulfur. He's a fan. The conditions in our world and our environment are changing so dramatically that people need to have a whole host of self-help mm-hmm. tools and methods. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very uh, thrilled about your your version of MSM. It's a, it's the right way to go. You know, sulfur is is part of most of the detox enzymes, and, and the critical part that is right now we have a much much higher need. Of, of healthy sulfur than we had even 10 years ago. And so you're, um, I followed your work a little bit, you know, that you're, you're on the right track with what, you're, what you are uh, promoting. Well, Dr. Klinghart, we've heard from thousands of people over the year 
how they really love this product. You can click and order our Pure Sulfur, three prices, United States, Canada, and worldwide right here, or email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com for a discount for more than four pounds. Pure Sulfur, one of the few places where you can get this product. OneRadioNetwork.com. You know, there's just a, a whole lot of people uh, out there in the world of uh, finance that I look at and uh, read some things, and they're predicting, you know, if you can predict stuff, that the stock market could take a really, you know, I don't want to get kind of spooky on you, but I think there's a, they think, and many people, that there could be a real hit on the stock market in the next six months, a year. I, who knows? We never know when this thing's going to... But <clears throat> the conditions are such, in my opinion, that it's ripe for a real hit just because we know that the reason that the market is up as much as it is, is because companies like Tesla, like Apple, and you can you can look at the numbers and I and I look at this stuff, they're buying back their stock. All right. So what they do is they they buy their stock, like uh, Elon Musk. I think he, or, or they'll you know, well, and then the federal funds rate. Now this is the rate that banks can get from the Fed, and they own the Fed, like it's like a quarter of a point. So this, this free, essentially free money that's out there is what's driving the market. So in other words, let me just spell it out and you know unpack it, how it works. Wells Fargo, which is a owner in the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, or J.P. Morgan, or Goldman Sachs, they they actually borrow money from the Fed that creates the money because, I mean, it's just crazy. The whole thing is so just made up. Let me have some water here. And then they can then lend money to all these hedge funds and, and these big players at about a half a percent or, or something, or a percent, and people are willing to borrow it at a percent because they can make a lot of money, and then they buy stocks and stuff like that. So it's just a big bubble that is the general term for it. And so the point of this is, as you can see on the screen, is I, I really recommend... Richard Mayberry's early warning report. We are going into a, a, a very challenging time on planet Earth in the world of money and finance, and nobody knows what's going to happen or what these people are up to. And remember, they have the control levels, levers on everything, price of gold, the price of silver, uh, the price of money, and so they can pretty much... Um, you know, drop this thing like a rock when they want. There's, there's no doubt about it. They can do it, and they will do it if they want. This is what they did in the Great Depression. It was all a controlled deal. It wasn't just something bad happened. 
they cut off the money and the, we had the Great Depression. And then they bought all the stocks when the stock market went down and that's, that's what happened. So if you understand history, you understand how this stuff works. So the point here with Richard Mayberry, he looks at stocks very deeply and he has for many, many years and uh, he can help you to keep stocks in your 401k or your retirement account that may withstand a big hit better than the others. So this is what you want. I mean, if you're going to leave your money, your retirement accounts in 401 in the stock market, which most people do, that's where it is, um, you want to give yourself the best chance to withstand a hit. And I think the best way to do that, one way, would be to get Richard Mayberry's early warning report and then for $179 for a year, you're going to get this thing once a month, his report once a month, and you'll understand how it works, but more so, you're going to get some actual um, stock uh, ticker, you know, recommendations that he stands behind, and he's been very good at it over the years. If I was going to go out and buy a bunch of stocks, there's no way I would do it without going to my early warning report and seeing what he's recommending. Because he's a smart guy, and this is what he does, and he's a... um, very successful at it. So, uh, you know, we have these tools, we have people that are helping us, uh, so we have to take advantage of them, otherwise we can just kind of get lost in the weeds. If you go on oneradionetwork.com, there's a special offer for $179 for a year, and I think the the regular is 310, so it's quite a nice discount going through oneradionetwork.com. A special offer going through oneradionetwork.com on the front page of our website and uh, jump on there and get the special offer. Um, you know, these things are important to help us to navigate through planet Earth or Earth plane to, um, you know, to withstand it a better, in a better way of what's going to be going on. And there's definitely some weird things going on with money, the amount of money that's being created. So something we want to do, if you have a mind to, and it's on oneradionetwork.com, the Richard Mayberry Early Morning Report special offer. Know the Source on One Radio Network. No, the source. Okay, it is uh, November 12, 2021. Uh, hmm. I'm almost on the top of my game this morning. Got to tell you, yesterday, I guess about right after, I guess about noon, Man, I started to come up with the huge fever. I did, like 100 degrees. Well, that's a lot. You know, my normal temperature is 98. So I, I went up about two degrees. Just felt, you know, just felt like I was going to die. I mean, really, it was pretty cool. And I knew it was just a detoxification thing, which is difficult to imagine because I do saunas every day, how I needed to do more, but I did. 
and I'm pretty excited about it because I'm going to feel better tomorrow uh, more because I, man, so um, didn't eat anything, just rested all day. And uh, last night took a sauna uh, and uh, some castor oil, which is my go-to, did a coffee enema. And then um, last night, this is pretty fun, I put on some long underwear, so I have some cotton organic long underwear, jumped under the covers because I knew what was going to happen. I woke up about three in the morning before I had that bread <laughs> that I told and uh, was all completely soaking wet. Um, so I, I sweated it out throughout the night. And, you know, just according to what Cowan says, talked to us about that these this gel cell, there was just some stuff that needed to get burned up, and it did it. And in less than 24 hours, I was over, done, boom, gone. I didn't catch anything. This is just a detoxification process. So it's kind of fun when we know how it works. We can just uh, do a coffee enema. I'm going to do another one today and maybe do uh, castor oil. I like to take that internally, and boy, that'll clear you out. And then saunas, or if you don't have a sauna thing, you can... uh, um, you know, just uh, bundle up, get some long underwear, put a bunch of covers on, turn up the heat in your house, and just sweat it out. And, you know, worst thing happens, you just wash your sheets and wash your long underwear, and it'll be all over. Which is what, really, uh, cultures did forever. My mom used to do it with us. This is what she did. I remember We had castor oil, and she would put us in the cover and pile more covers on us, and um, we'd wake up, and we were all soaking wet, and, okay, you're good, you can go to school. She knew. Mom knew. That's all it is. The body wants to detoxify stuff, just got a little bit too much of whatever. And uh, a lot of these things are spiritual too, where we have things coming up from the subconscious and they need to be cleared out and they're still in the body and oftentimes we'll simply have a detoxification, which is a total spiritual thing, but it's a physical thing as well because the body and the mind and soul is all one thing in physical reality, right? It's all one thing, even though they're separate. So don't uh, don't feel bad if you feel bad. You know, have some fun with it. Just uh, figure out a way how to sweat it out. Take some castor oil. Do a dry brush massage, which I'm going to do again today, um, and just and you'll be fine. Don't try to stop it. help it to get through. Yeah, I went up to, it was like 100.2, which is about two degrees. Believe me, when, you, when you're two degrees hotter than what you normally are, which is 80, I'm about 98, you know, generally, um, you feel it, boy, it was like, whew. so it was pretty, my, my body was just saying, okay, I'm going to heat up here and let's melt that uh, DNLG, DNA gel that Cowan talks about. This is what gets melted because it gets filled up with um, 
Who knows? Stuff. Stuff. Is this a... Uh, uh, let's see. So I'm not... Sorry, I'm not at the top of my game. I'm still just coming out of it. I felt good enough to come on the show. Uh, I was not sure about it last night, but so, but I, I mean, I feel fine. You can just tell by my voice and my energy level is not just because I'm still detoxing, but I'm good. I actually had two cups of coffee to help me. This is from KMF. Hmm. Is this prison planet ruled by aliens? Interesting question. Um, no, I don't think so. Not at all. Not at all. The people I've talked to that are pretty much in touch with other than earthly beings, um, they say, and I've known some people that are really into it and really have communicated with them. That the the other than earthly beings that are communicating with us, some people, the more open you are to them, the more they will do it, are are friendly and are trying to help us. Uh, uh, this planet isn't ruled by anybody except what we call the cow, the K-A-L, the dude's name is Cal Niranjan. It is an actual being that God created, Cal Niranjan, an actual being that God created to mess with us. And these beings live on other realities. They exist, but again, they're not real, real, because there's nothing that's real except God. The only thing that's real is God and you and I. That's it. Other than that, everything is just uh, a dream. Everything on the mental plane, on the causal plane, on the astral plane. There's people there. Um, there's uh, beings there. Um, even Satnam, which is, um, I think oh, Satnam is on the uh, mental plane uh, that a lot of the yogis, as they say, Satnam, uh, it's a being that you can actually see if you want to go travel there. He exists. Huge, huge. I mean, just billions of miles high. He exists, and a lot of people think that he's God. But he's not real, real. He's just, um, you know, everything's an illusion, right? Uh, except God. So, um, so nobody's ruling this planet except Cal Niranjan is the ruler. He kind of runs, let me see if I can, how to put it. He kind of, he's kind of running things on planet Earth, but he's doing that by influencing people that are the problem. You know what I mean? Like the globalists, the people that want to kill people, and, you know, the people that have wanted to do that uh, from the beginning of time. So, he kind of gets in their head, in their heart, and uh, it, this is, this being has been called the devil. That's what the 
Satan is, is uh, Cal Niranjan, is that's what Satan is. But he's there for a reason. He's there to um, help you and I grow. And he does that by creating um, problems so we can look at these problems and um, go around them or jump over the, the hurdles and say, oh, you know, okay, germs don't exist. Well, that's pretty cool. And you see when we understand that, you see how we, we get more aware and more alive and more spiritual, if you will, because we see an illusion. Or the earth is not a round spinning ball hurtling around the sun. My gosh. And then when we do that, we get more evolved spiritually. So the people who are, who are heliocentric model people uh, believing that we're spinning around, they're not as evolved as the people who um, know that the earth is flat because they're believing in a lie. I'm not criticizing them, and you don't have to believe in, in flat earth to, to, to become, you know, have a relationship with God. It just helps to get rid of crap, you know. It just helps to let go of things that aren't true. That's all. There's a lot of things that aren't true that everybody believes in, and the germs and the flat earth thing are just one of them, and uh, there's more. Doctors, you know, want to help you. Governments are good, and, you know, the more government, the better, and whatever. There's just a million of them, and the more we let go of, the more uh, that our light shines through us. But um, to answer your question, no, I don't think this is. I don't think this is a prison planet. This is a planet that is meant, um, has been um, lined up to do this. If God really wanted this planet to be just peace, love, and hippie beads, it would just happen. Over. So why doesn't that happen? Have you ever asked yourself that? God is all-powerful, whatever God is, and it could just get rid of everything. All the bad stuff. All the bad people. But then we wouldn't learn anything. God wants us to do it. God wants us to uncover it. God wants us to uh, learn who these people are, in a way, and learn how to navigate around the silly stuff. And then we become stronger. If God just poofed it all away, we wouldn't, we wouldn't gain by that, except we think we'd have a better life, but then, then we wouldn't have learned that we were hoodwinked. We wouldn't learn that we were believing in silly stuff. And if we continue to believe in silly stuff that's not true, then we're not really much of any good to God because we're not spiritually evolved enough to, to really help the game. Does that make sense? It's a little tricky. But again, so if God just wanted to get rid of all the bad guys and girls, he would, or it would. Or I don't like to use the word he, it, it would. God's not a he. Um, so... This divine intelligence, which is everywhere, would just poof these people away. Be done with it. But obviously that's not the way Earth was uh, set up to be. We are, we are really essentially the center 
of physical reality, Earth is, and that's why this is the place to be. Pretty simple. It's really the only place to be. Um, there, I think there are, uh, there are, there is life on other planets, but I don't think the planets are solid. I think they're more um, etheric, and these these people on these other planets are in a different reality. I think they're more in an, more in an astral reality, um, that kind of thing. I don't think there's physical beings. And well, there could be. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know. But pretty much everything that we're seeing, as far as the cosmology, is that these stars and everything are not are not um, physical places. So it's probably just another state of consciousness, Venus and Mars and the Moon. Certainly, the Moon isn't solid. We know that. Not a trip. Yeah, they couldn't have walked on the moon. It's not solid. Just isn't. We used to have a cool video of this scientist about 50 years ago. And you tell me if this guy, if I can get this, if this guy seems credible to you, I'll play it for you. By the way, uh, call up and if you want to join the show, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I think I have this. Well, this is weird. Sometimes they, sometimes they're in alphabetical order. Sometimes they're not. I'm going to sneeze. Well, oh, I think I know where it is. I can send it to me. I think it's on this on this desktop. I'll send it to myself. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. If you want to participate, mm-hmm. Moon. Send.
There's always a way to trick yourself, to trick it. You tell me if this guy seems credible to you. Well, now, one thing, you have a theory about the moon, and we expect to be able to get observable facts about the moon fairly soon. Um, what is your theory? Well, uh, it is by now rather more than a theory. Uh, 10 or 11 years ago, I stated to various scientists that the moon is not a piece of rock, but it is a plasma, a plasma phenomenon, a cosmic plasma, uh, and that this fact will eventually be confirmed. I made certain predictions which were already confirmed in 1958, and the situation now is coming close to a complete confirmation. What will be the result if you are proved to be correct in your theories? The result will be uh, profound and decisive, because it will give proof that a complete reinvestigation re of the laws of nature is necessary, because if the moon is a plasma, no man will ever land on it, the soft landing attempts will all fail, that means that the mass of the moon is less, far less, than is currently assumed. It's in a different state of energy and it has far less mass. That means there is no more explanation for the tides. If the moon, for example, had only a thousandth part of its current mass, then the tides would only be two inches high under conventional theories instead of sometimes 14 feet. And that means that if it is proved that the moon is a plasma, then all gravitational theories are out and the new concept of the cosmos and of its laws has to be evolved. Aren't you being a bit adventurous though because uh, you know we're going to be able to test out your theories on the moon fairly soon? Well not anymore. Eleven years ago uh, of course uh, it was rather taking a risk. I was considered a lunatic of course but by now the evidence, accumulated evidence is already so much in my favor that I'm not taking any risks anymore. On the contrary uh, there is scientific views expressed all over the world now that uh, the moon seems to be of a quite different nature of what was assumed. But and the, the Americans and Russians are thinking of landing men on it. Oh, well, that will never happen. Not on the moon. On Mars, on Venus, on other planets, yes. But the moon is definitely, as I assert, a plasma. Okay, so he's, he believes that uh, Mars is, is solid and I think NASA says they're going to land or something on Mars and the Mars rover or something. Of course, I don't believe anything. That, and Elon Musk says he's going to Mars. Uh, the pictures I've seen of Venus, just sure doesn't look like they're, they're solid, but... Um, yeah, fascinating how we could just be living under so much... Um, This misinformation. I think it's cool. Uh, this is from Elizabeth. Good morning. I discovered Eric Dubay and his webpage covering several subjects that question the official narrative. I love your show and appreciate your hard work providing interesting and educational content. Would you do a show about dinosaurs and whether they really existed or if they are merely a construct? of the entertainment industry. Eric Dubay has an article that strongly questions the validity of the dinosaur story. Um, yeah, I've, I've invited Eric Dubay on the show 
and he uh, he um, demurred and didn't want to do the show right now. I'm going to ask him again. I'd like to get him on. He's probably the number one guy out there of um, the whole cosmology thing. Santos Panacci, he's, he's right up there, and he, he's going to be on again soon. And uh, somebody sent me another really interesting video, and I think it's a really short one with, uh, with Eric Dubay. Dubai. So, yeah, I, I just... Um, see if I can get it real quick. I don't know about the dinosaur thing. I mean, it'd be kind of fun. Um... I don't know if anybody could ever kind of really prove it or not. But I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't. Wouldn't doubt anything these days. Well, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah, this is one I was looking for. Watch this. This is one by Eric Dubay that just put out. It's only about three minutes long. Oh, let's go to the phones first. Hold on. Get my earphone in. Good morning. Hello? No. Not sure what happened to you. It's kind of fun. Somebody called up and they hung up. This is a short one, kind of cool. The moon revolves around the Earth 13. In the heliocentric model of the cosmos, the moon revolves around the Earth 13 times per year, traveling at 2,288 miles per hour, while the Earth revolves around the sun once per year, traveling at 67,000 miles per hour. The following model and animation illustrate how this is supposed to occur. As you can see, since the moon is revolving around the Earth, which itself is revolving around the sun, in order to maintain its regular orbit, the moon would have to be constantly and drastically changing its speed in ways completely unaccounted for by the model. In the outer part of its orbit, the moon would have to speed up 67,000 miles per hour in addition to its regular speed of 2,288 miles per hour just to keep up with the Earth so the moon would then be traveling at 69,288 miles per hour when it reached the front of the Earth. At this point, since the moon is allegedly 240,000 miles away from the Earth, the Earth would catch up in just four hours, so the moon must continue traveling 67,000 miles per hour along Earth's trajectory 
while simultaneously continuing its now perpendicular 2,288-mile-per-hour second trajectory. Then, as it turns to reach the inner part of its orbit, the moon must now slow back down to its original speed, allowing the Earth to pass by. Lastly, as it passes behind the Earth, the moon must once again quickly accelerate back up to nearly 70,000 miles per hour before getting left in the dust. In addition to all of this, the Sun itself is allegedly orbiting the Milky Way galaxy at 448,000 miles per hour, further compounding the problems and calculations of the heliocentric model. If this were true, then the Earth, Moon, and other planets would all have yet another set of ridiculous and impossible corkscrewing accelerations and decelerations necessary just to keep up with the Sun. And for the cherry on top, all of these calculations have been assuming perfectly circular orbits, but the actual heliocentric model claims that the Moon's orbit around the Earth, the Earth's orbit around the Sun, and the Sun's orbit around the Milky Way are all elliptical, not circular, meaning there would be even more additional accelerations and decelerations to calculate depending where each one is along its elliptical path. These constant and drastic accelerations and decelerations necessitated by the heliocentric model are rarely, if ever, mentioned by globe believers, because they have always been taught that the reason we do not feel or experience any of this supposed motion is because we always travel at a constant velocity. In their own model, however, due to their elliptical orbits and revolving around other revolving bodies, the Moon, Sun, Earth, and other planets could not maintain constant velocities, and would instead be regularly accelerating and decelerating. Yet, meanwhile, you can stack a house of cards, make a rock cairn, or play a game of Jenga, all without any of this motion, acceleration, and deceleration ever being felt or experienced. It's great. Pretty sharp. He's a very uh, critical thinker. And the more you see this kind of stuff, and you, you, the whole thing doesn't work. It's all just made up. And that's just by using their calculations and saying, okay, well, you say, it's just all made up. Much like the... Um, COVID thing was made up, much like the whole medical model is made up, that you have to come to us and get medications for your high blood pressure or this or that. So, just made up. Just a fairy tale. And fun. Please have Crow 777 back on. Yeah, we'll invite him back on. Storms are circular because we live on a ball. Shouldn't they be spherical? 
Why are you listening to a lecture on flat earth? Okay, I don't know. Um, I live near the sea and have binoculars. There's no manipulating those. I see the windmills like in the picture, or look at this one from the sun. And I looked in the very well into this. I just don't take videos as evidence either way. Like the argument that a vacuum is impossible in space, we know it has weight, that's why air pressure is there. So Somebody else doesn't want to believe in it, that's all right. Oh, and he showed me a picture of the sun with binoculars, a beautiful picture that he says the sun then goes over the horizon. But sir, we have shown you, Rudolph, we've shown you very clear pictures that if you get high up and you look at the sun with telephoto lenses, you'll see that it does not go go over any alleged curvature of the earth. It doesn't. It just eventually disintegrates into nothingness because it just goes out of sight. But it doesn't go under. Big difference. It doesn't go under. Like the heliocentric model. Well, see the earth, the curvature of the earth, and it goes under. Doesn't. It actually just disappears slowly because the human eye can only see so far. Why that is? Uh, it's a evolutionary thing, I guess. We can only see so far. So, after a while, the sun just goes out of sight. Well, it goes out of sight because it's moving above us. But then, when we're looking at it through the ocean thing, it doesn't go over the horizon to a curvature. It just goes out of our sight because it just moves, it's moving away. It's always moving. And that's how the seasons and the days go. Make sense? Can't wait till you get David Murphy back on so you can ask the biblical question, that great question when his phone died. That was amazing. Nothing is coincidence, the biblical yeah, I don't even remember what that was. But we'll get him back on. Yeah, there's about, well, we, we've talked about it. There's about 25 different references in the Bible on the earth being the immovable flat plane. Um... Dr. Jennifer Daniels is absolutely correct. Mad Cow was nothing but a test run for the coming food shortages. It was caused by insecticide poured down the spine of cattle to preserve their hides for later use in leather goods. Whoa. I'm not sure about that one.
Hi, Patrick. This is Salendra. Hi, Salendra. I haven't heard from her for a while. What can one do to gain weight quickly? And what can do? What can you do to eat? Or what do you eat when you do the turpentine? I'm not probably the best person to to um, to talk to about gaining weight because I'm like 125, and I have been for years. So I'm I'm probably not going any bigger than this. But um, you know, you can start uh, lifting weights. You can start lifting weights and doing some real strength exercises, and then you may eat more. Um, and at least whatever you've got, you could do more, get harder, mus- more muscles. You know, more muscles. And gaining weight, I think that raw milk will help with that. If you can get some raw milk, rice. Rice, potatoes, rice. The carbs generally do it. You know, like I say, they don't do it for me, but I don't think I'm ever going to be more than 125, the rate I'm going. But you never know. I'm, I'm open to it. Um, but I think the carbs are the, the, main, the main guys for, for, for gaining weight. I think jasmine rice is one of the more digestible rices. Jasmine, organic. Baked potato. Hmm. Hmm. I've been playing around with taking a baked potato in my, uh, my, my oven doesn't, isn't working. It just quit. My big oven, you know, the gas oven, just quit. And I don't have the energy to even care about it right now. Well, I think I just need a new oven. And um, so I have one of those toaster ovens that you can, and I've been doing uh, baked potatoes at about 250 degrees for six or seven hours and comes out pretty good. It's kind of like a dextrinization that Adam talks about. The lower the temperature, the better, I think, and just depends on how long it takes. I don't know if you want to keep your oven going all day long, but... If you have a, if you have a um, toaster oven thing, you know that works pretty cool. You can, you can do that. And I think potatoes, rice, pasta, will help put on weight. And um, yeah, when you do turpentine, I don't think it matters. I've talked to Doctor Daniels about it. I was going to do a little bit of turpentine just for fun, and just to see. You know, it's been a long time since I've done any. And I don't think it matters. She says that it doesn't even matter when you do turpentine. I would just take it away from food about an hour. But I don't think it matters um, what you what you eat around it. She just recommends that you're you're having your bowels movement, your bowel movement, two or three times a day before you do it, so you don't get all all jammed up there. You know what I mean? Jammed up. <clears throat> Phil writes in, I heard you mention on the show the other day the idea of the state of consciousness while eating. Yeah, I've always considered this myself. Does the body really need the nutrition that we're told it needs through certain foods and supplements or is this true only because we think the body needs it? The story of Breatharians is very interesting 
They basically live on sunlight and source, God's energy and light. I've always felt like if I eat a pizza in a state of joy, then it's not bad for me. It's only bad for me that I think it is. Can you talk more about this? I, I, you're on it, Phil. Totally, absolutely, no problem. Yes. I totally agree. If you want to eat a pizza and you're in a state of joy and you know deep down that it's going to be just fine and you you know that, you can eat all the pizza you want. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah, um, it's really important our state of consciousness while we're eating. Uh, what, you know, very important. I mean, think about it. If we're if we're thinking about something weird or something challenging or um, confused about something or worried about something or anything while we're eating, it affects the food. It affects the digestion. It's got to. How can it not? How can it not? It just does. Everything that we think is 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 in our body at that moment. So if we're not having a having a good day or a good good moment and we're worried about something or concerned about something or unsure about something, uncertainty, uh, uh, it's going to affect our digestion and elimination and everything else. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Good morning. Who's this? Um, this is Judy. Hello, Judy. You, Hello, Judy. I see you talking still. I can hear you talking still. How'd you answer the phone and talk as well? Hello, Judy. I like the way you said that. This is Judy. <laughs> Patrick, um, have you ever heard of, I'm sure you have, Louise L. Hay and a book called You Can Heal Your Life? Mm-hmm. Is she, yeah. is, is she still around, that? Louise Hay? She's still around? You know, I, I I can't say for sure. I was going to look that up. I I'm thinking maybe not. Yeah. But I don't. But I'm not absolutely positively sure. Right. But I was. Go ahead. No, no. You you go. You go. Well, I you know it, well if you're familiar with her, you know about like the index at the back of the book where she has, you know the your potential your problem. Okay, she calls it a problem, and then the potential cause of the problem, and then the new thought pattern. And it's very, in my opinion, it's very similar, only a more simplified version of the German New Medicine. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious. I was just—I figured you probably had come across her, but yesterday when you were talking about the bladder, I just looked it up. And then when you had your sciatica—is that how you say it? I didn't have that problem. Like I looked that up, and any time that I've—I've I've been aware of this book for oh, almost thirty years. I, I have it. I've always had it, and you know when I when I have something happen, I always look it up, and she's almost always spot on. <laughs> because she's tying in the emotional, spiritual thing to a particular organ. I think is that what she's doing? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What does she yep. say about the bladder? You got the book there? Because I, I'm, I'm yeah, working, I do. I'm working I, through I, a little bladder thing. I was trying. I was talking to um, Amanda Vollmer about it, and I, and I, I wasn't. I'm. Well, what does she say about the bladder? Yeah, okay, so hang on. I have that page marked. Okay, so <clears throat> bladder problems. 
And then the potential uh, cause is anxiety, holding on to old ideas, fear of letting go, being pissed off. <laughs> being pissed off. Yeah, probably all of <laughs> the above, the, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then the new thought pattern, what she says is, I comfortably and easily release the old and welcome the new in my life. I am safe. Well, for that thing, you know, this is where I kind of separate from her, right? Once you understand, maybe, I would just use your own words. If I use somebody else's words about that stuff, it seems like not real or not authentic. Right. I would just, you know, whatever. I'm just not pissed off anymore yeah. and I love you and bye. You know, is what I would do. I, I'm not pissed off at anybody, but uh, there's something going on with my, it's it's just not, it's not a problem, but I can feel something, some energy down there, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that I, I'm, I'm kind of working through, so I've been talking to God about it. But um, yeah, no, I, uh, we know I that. Know, yeah, we know that, and Adam Bergstrom's talked about engrams and and how we have this stuff that are kind of kind of locked into a particular organ. You know, of course, anger in the liver. What is it? Uh, fear in the kidneys. But I thought the bladder was pissed off. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Well, it's just that anxiety, holding on to old ideas, fear of letting go, and then the last thing she says, being pissed off. Yeah. Well, none of so, those resonate with me, so there's something else going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe it's not your bladder. or Yeah, or maybe it's not my bladder. It, it could just be, be that chakra down there, the sex chakra thing, you know? Yeah, let me, um, let me just read the... Oh, wait, let me get to... Uh, let me just read the sciatica for you, though. Well, that's old news. It's all gone, so it doesn't matter, but... No, but just to, you know, just... I don't know, it's just interesting... It's just a real quick reference. Okay. Like I said, you know, well, like one of my things is <clears throat> sometimes I'll get a knee problem, you know, and so uh, her her thing is is you're just you're not being flexible. What are you not being flexible about? And then I'll think about it and I'll think, yeah, I'm not being flexible with somebody about something. Really. And then you get rid of that thought, get rid of that thought, and then the and then it goes away. Hmm. Adam says the knee things are, you have to make a decision you're not making. Oh, uh, for the bladder? Uh, knees, Adam Bergstrom. That's what he says about the bladder, though? or No, knees, knees, knees. Oh, knees, okay. Could be. Could be it was tied into that. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, just, just throwing, you know, just throwing some information out, just a different... Uh, different place to quickly check if you, you know, German New Medicine is pretty, it's more detailed. It's more detailed, but some of the things cross over. Some of them are the same because I've read, well, there's a real good, uh, right. there's a real, well, let me just read Sciatica so I can put this book down and then I'll go to it. Okay, so Sciatica, uh, well, and I don't think you're hypocritical, but being hypocritical, but, and then the next thing is fear of money and of the future. And I think that was when you were going through your legal problems, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so it's just kind of interesting, right? You know, you just never, you never know, but it gives you just another, <laughs> another perspective. But um, sure. Yeah. There's always there's a spiritual a, component. <laughs> Excuse me. There's a spiritual component, as you know, Judy, to everything. 
Every little yes. bump, every little bruise, every little pain, everything. Yes, everything. absolutely. And by the way, someone yeah, just I, emailed, Louise died in uh, 2017. Oh, okay, okay. But the <clears throat> for general new medicine, I don't know if you're familiar with a doctor named Carolyn Marcolin. I'm PhD. not. Marcolin? Mark Mark. M-A-R-K-O-L-I-N-P-H-D. No. She has a a website called learninggnm.com. Okay. And in the, uh, so, and she gives, she even, like, she even has a video about uh, viruses long before the COVID, about how they're, you know, they're not real. She has she has, she goes into the five biological laws, and right. so she has videos, and it's really a good it's a good inter- internet site. It has a lot of information. I'll check her out. But yeah. also, if you go to where it says search, you just click on search. It gives you an index, and so you can go and read all about the whole body, all all of all the different has, organs I mean, and everything. Spells it all. Yeah, spells it all out. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know if you could get her on your show sometime. Well, that'd let me be, check her out. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, let me spell but, it um, again for. Can, okay, hold on. Take I a can breath. I also send oh, you the yeah, link if you'd yeah. like. Yeah, send me a link, but it's yeah, send me the link, but it's Mark Colin, M A R K O L I N. Is that right? That's correct, Carolyn Mark, Mark Colin, and she actually worked with uh, Doctor Hammer. Oh, she did. Oh, cool. She was she was like an assistant to him, so she, you know, um. Who's the guy that, uh, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, that Cohen is real close to? Kaufman? The, the guy, the jerk. No, the other Lanka? one. Lanka? The, the, Lanka? Yes, yes, yes. He may know, he may know her. I don't know. Because I know he's really big into the German medicine. Oh, yeah. He's he's all over it. Because he understands, if you listen yeah. to his, his, he understands like I do and we do, that uh, this spiritual connection to everything is real. Lanka's all over it. We've tried to get him on the show, but he just gets so many requests he he didn't want to do it. But uh, and um, yeah, yeah, Germany medicine's cool. And uh, uh, we've talked to Melissa Sell. And uh, but I haven't. I reached out to her about coming back on, but I haven't heard anything. So I'm gonna. I'll check uh, Mark Colin out. Thank you for the tip. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just to, I don't know how much time you have, but it even, like, okay, it even, German New Medicine and uh, Louise L. Hay say the same thing about uh, being paralyzed, but this even works in a dream. Now, when I dream, I normally just go on great, wonderful adventures and mm-hmm. have a really good time out there, and so I don't have very many, very many negative dreams. But about six months ago, um, I was helping a friend uh, remodel, from a distance, remodel her house. Yeah. And so I, so I ended up having this dream where I actually drove all the way. I was really tired. I drove all the way to her house and got in her house, and we just went from room to room, and it was just, there was just stuff after stuff after stuff, and it was messy, and, you know, it was just by the time we got to the last room, I was just really exhausted. And, hmm. and so the next thing I know, I was laying on her bed 
and I was paralyzed. Oh. And I mean, I was really paralyzed in my dream, and I've never had something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're, and she was kind of wandering around me, and I was really hungry, and she was, she was eating a sandwich, and she was telling me that was the last of their food. <laughs> and so I'm just like, and I'm really, I could not move in this dream, except I could just look around. And, 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 and they were just real flippant about all this stuff all over. And so I, so I thought, you know, I'm just going to check to see what German New Medicine says and what Louise L. Hay says. Mm-hmm. And, and what they say about uh, paralyzation is, is you don't want to be there. Who, who do you want to escape from? Oh. And I thought, bingo, it even works in a dream. That's how amazing we are, right? <laughs> That's right. I mean, you could, amazing? Yeah, of course, because the dream experience is just like here. It's just in another spot. Why wouldn't it be the same? Yeah. Yeah. But, right, but I mean, I don't know. I just found that kind of, I found that kind of fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, I thought I would share it. Well. Yeah. So, I'll let you go. Uh, well, thanks I'll, for uh, calling. Thank, yeah, yeah. If you, if you have a link to Marcola, that's great. Otherwise, I'll find her. But thanks for calling up. I'm, where do you live? I live in Oregon. I, I, I called you once before, and I sent a couple. I'm the cosmic egg. <laughs> I'm the one that sent the, the cosmic aid. I, I, I think, I don't know, just a, you know, microcosm, macrocosm. So it just kind of makes sense to me. Makes sense to me that, that this is a cosmic egg. So I was the one that sent you that email. What's a cosmic egg? What's a co- I think we live in a cosmic egg. Okay. Um, I, I think, you know, with, I mean, with the... Uh, um, you know, the firmament. Oh, I, I think, see, because it looks like an egg, really, doesn't it? I think if you were to be able to get outside and stand, I think that basically, yeah, I think it's basically a like cos- that. And the cosmic you, egg, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense, really. Wasn't there a book years ago called The Crack in the Cosmic Egg? Um, what was the fellow's name? But, yeah, if you look at the whole Helios... Uh, from, you know, the flat earth model, it is an egg, right? right? And there's water below, and there's above the firmament as well. Right, and, and, and if there's, you know, the plasma, I think <clears throat> I had sent you that, just that simple diagram of the egg, but if you look at that, and you were to blow it up, and, you know, when you look at nature, nature, he, our creator didn't, didn't reinvent everything, in nature, I mean, everything is pretty, actually, it's pretty similar. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all have eyes, for instance, or or like the trees, they lose their leaves, just like how we need to, you know, get rid of whatever is in our body. I mean, if people would just really pay attention to nature, the answers are all right there. Even when you mentioned about, uh, when you were talking about pearl theme, yeah, and how a pearl is made and that the oyster cries. I thought I'm just going to go to the internet and just see what is on the internet on how a pearl is made. And I came across this guy that was just doing an experiment and he took uh, two oysters and had them open and put a bunch of sand in there and then put them just in a aquarium tank to see what they would do. And they produced mu- mucus, a bunch of mucus to get rid of the sand. So it's just, I guess the point is, is 
it's not, you know, it's real, I think it's pretty simple, actually. <laughs> it's all pretty simple. I think yeah. it's amazingly simple, yeah. I'm with you, girl. Yeah, okay, so good, yeah. So if people would just, you know, it's just, it's simple. This is nature. This is nature, this is how nature works. So right. pay attention to nature. That's how your body works, too. <laughs> and it's anyway. not nice to mess with Mother Nature, right? Is that the line? Not nice to mess with Mother Nature, is that right. what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. don't let anybody be poking oh, yeah. around in your body, you know? And don't you poke around uh, yeah. in your body. No, I, I, you're on it, girl. I think you're right. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I just thought I would share. Thanks a lot. Well, I, I'm glad I you called. I figured you had come across her. But oh, yeah, I've known about her forever, you know, yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I figured. Oh, and the other thing, <clears throat> I want to thank you for um, uh, Jerry Kennett. Oh, yeah. information. He's cool. And with the root canals, just before the lockdown, I had a root canal removed. Big difference. Oh, good for you. Big difference. You could tell, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you, that, yes, absolutely. Well, it's, it was just like infection running through my body. Constantly. Yeah, the root canal Summer. thing we've, you know, we've talked about for years. It's just, they're very bad. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where I first ran into... You know, when I first got it, I, I almost had them yank it back out, and I should have. Hmm. Because something didn't feel right. I should have went with that. Oh, I you could tell. Went, like, as soon as you got it and put it in, you could tell it was not good. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I had problems. I've had problems with it from, from the get-go, but I ended up, you know, yanking out your teeth is not an easy decision. <laughs> I know. You know? But I should have done it. I should have done it way back then. But anyway, I want to thank you. Well, thank you for our that. Our pleasure, yeah. It's uh the root canal things are pretty cool. Well, thanks a lot, sweetie. Well, Appreciate it. All right. Well, you have a, you have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye-bye. And thank you for all you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, Adam says, and that, that's the fellow's name, Joseph Chilton Pierce wrote The Crack on the Cosmic Egg and Exploring the Crack in the Cosmic Egg. I never read either of the books, but I guess he was on to something. I guess we do live in a cosmic egg. Never thought about it. Hailey McCusick learned about her from Dr. Cowan. Yeah, we've had her on the on the air before. She's got the tuning fork thing. Knees equal kid knees equals kidneys. Weak, and weak need is a definition not brave or determined enough to defend your beliefs against others. That's what Adam says the knees are about. I don't know if that coincides with uh, Louise Hay. If you're weak need, not brave or determined enough to defend your beliefs against others, knees equals kidneys or kidneys. Adam, what's the thing about... Uh, Bladder. I, this, tell, talk to me about bladder a little bit. And it's not so much, there's just something, I got a little energy down there that doesn't want to, it's just not exactly where I want, you know, what feels right. I'm sure it'll just work itself out, but just in case. Give me some ideas about that. Kit, no, bladder.
Here's an email. It says, Dr. Cowan is a very good speaker, and he's right. He's one of the few voices of reason in the world right now, and he's one of the few people who brings God into the equation, which is what this all situation is all actually about. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday with Amanda Vollmer. This is a spiritual thing that's going on today. The masses have now left their faith in God and left behind and have jumped into the boat of the false God of science. If a person trades the magnificence, magnific, magnificence of the creator of this whole existence over to a scientist in a lab trying to uncover the secret of life through a microscope and their drugs, then sorry, <laughs> but you have lost your God-given intelligence. Much of science is a lie, they very cleverly hypnotize the masses with a false promise presented that is not true. Dr. Cowan made a major point about the correct use and understanding of English language words. Watch now the medical authorities cunningly use and misuse words that most people don't notice. I have painstakingly discussed at length with scientists about COVID and finally uncovered and shown that they use wrong words and have based their proposal on a wrong understanding of the true meaning of the words. It all then falls apart for them. But can they admit this? Much of what is being presented to the population. I support you, Dr. Cowan. You're an inspiration. And he goes on and on. Yeah, he's a real deal. Remember, these vaccines are not vaccines. They're, they've been lying since the beginning. They're injections. They're a bioweapon, and we know what they are. And in my opinion, this has been what's been all about from the beginning, is to get people to buy into a false germ theory pandemic, and then so you take a bioweapon. It's pretty obvious, I think. Oh, Adam uh, writes into Solyndra, eat overkick soups and do one full body workout a week to gain weight and muscle mass. Now, wait a minute. One full body workout a week. Overkick soups. So, so you make a soup and you overcook it. And then once a week you do a a full body workout a week. What would that be? Adam, to gain weight and muscle mass. Hmm. I'll do that. Overcooked soups. I don't make a lot of soup, so I, I guess I could get soup recipes and make it in the Instant Pot and turn it on low and just cook the Instant Pot, cook the pants off it, right? You do a kale soup and stuff, right? I got to tell you, I moved from, uh, I was doing some commercial milk, organic commercial milk for a while, drinking uh, milk at the suggestion of Ray Pete, because I was just too lazy to get it from my wall milk guy. And then I got raw milk from my raw milk guy 
on Wednesday and Wednesday and yesterday had raw milk. No comparison. Boy, if you can get raw milk, I mean, it sits so much nicer in the body than, than pasteurized milk. Dr. Cowan talks about it. And, you know, I love Ray Pete and everything, but he says it doesn't matter. But for me, there's no way I'm going to go back and I don't care if it's organic. I'm not going to do cooked milk. Dr. Cowan suggests that cooked milk will clog up your arteries. The pasteurized milk, you know. Hey, Doodle, what's going on, kid? What are you doing? She's got a ball. Look at her. Can you see her ball? Doodle, show everybody the ball. She wants to go out. Let me see if I can show you the ball. Hey, dude. (laughs) She brought up the ball. Do you have a ball? Where'd you get that ball? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that ball? Where'd you get that? <laughs> Whoa! You're such a good ball catcher. I think she wants to go play. I like a girl that tells you what they want, you know? And she does, boy. She wants to go play, she'll grab a ball, bring it to me. All right, sweetie, we're going to go in a minute. We're almost done here. We'll go outside. Yep. The more thoroughly a food is cooked, the more cell walls break down, providing as many as double the calories. Wow. One heavy-duty workout a week allows the body to thoroughly recuperate strength lifters those really huge guys often confine themselves to one workout a week wow so you would just get on there and just do a lot of lifting and uh, whatever you could do and push-ups and just you would just do it until you just kind of poop out just once a week and cook soups more cooked food so there you are Solyndra that's what he says more cooked food and one workout a week to gain weight. Interesting. Yeah, I've been cooking my food more, a la Adam Bergstrom. Taylor in Austin writes, uh, good morning, Taylor. This link below from David Wise may assist in Rudolph's and others' understanding of how the sun sets, or better stated, goes away. Uh, Yeah, in the geocentric model, apparent truth is not the same as absolute truth and optical illusions or something. Let me click on it and see how long it is. We might play it here. We can play it. Let me read what else he says here. On another note, this was a great week of interviews with both Dr. Cowan and Vollmer. Thank you. I will say this is the first time I have witnessed them both so weary and understandably. So, yeah, 
Dr. Cowan's statement of the soul and how long can it really be constricted before reaching its breaking point is something with which I identify and I am not on the front lines as these two have been certainly from the get-go of the COVIDs for years prior. Yeah, and that's what happens. This is probably one of the reasons why I had an incredible detox thing uh, yesterday, all day. It was like, phew. Soul just kind of builds up and builds up and works, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, God will just say, okay, slow down. And even Amanda Bulmer, she was talking about it too, and Cowan and, you know, he's been at it for 18 months. And it's, it's hard on the body, but we do what we do, and that's why we do it, because this is our job. And it doesn't matter, because we'll just, you know, we'll just settle down and detox for a couple of days and, and be back. That's what happens. You know, the body can only can take kind of so much at a time, and then it'll just say, okay, wait a minute, whoa, whoa. This is what happens. It is disheartening as you and Dr. Vollmer discussed, that a complete fraud has been able to permeate the consciousness of the masses to this extent. Yeah, you know, Taylor, I don't know if disheartening, I, I don't, you know, it's interesting. I appreciate your words, but to me, I don't know, what is it? Is it disheartening? To me, it's just interesting. I don't know. Um, I hear what you're saying. But is it, is it our job to be disheartened by these people? What does disheartening mean? We should look that up. <clears throat> I don't really know where to go from here. Well, I'm with you, brother. Because, you know, we're just going to wake up every day and say, okay, where are we going? I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I don't know either. I don't know what I'm going to do 10 minutes from now. Except we're going to throw, throw the ball with Doodle. That's all I know. After that... Just like I asked Cowan, you know, he's such a cool, I said, well, where are you going from here? He said, I don't know. I've got chickens, I've got some barn cats, I've got my family, and I don't know where I'm going to go. That's the place to be. So I, I appreciate what you're saying. I don't know where we go from here. Because so few seem interested in even entertaining a different perspective. I agree. All we can do, Taylor, is to be who we are. It's not our job to wake them up. I don't even care what people think anymore. I just got discoed from faceplant again for another 30 days because of my opinions. I don't care. We got Telegram and they, they cancel me, then who cares? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, all I can do is be me. And if I'm going to get censored for being me, well then, okay. But I hear what you're saying. We have truly lost the ability to think as a whole and can only hope that this is really being the darkest before the dawn. Only time will tell. Nevertheless, thank you for being there and have a blessed weekend. You too, Taylor. Yeah, um, yeah. we are, you know, one thing to really remember that we are... Um, exchanging information with other souls every moment. If you 
saw the Cowan video and what he talks about this uh, DNA gel thing that our cells are made out of, just kind of gel. This has information and this is how we pass along information to everybody. So as we gain more experience and more awareness, then it's going out to everybody at every moment. This is what the whole exosome thing was about. Remember back in the exosomes that we know they're not viruses, right? We're not, we're not putting out viruses that, that hurt people. We're putting out information which on the physical level are actually exosomes. So everybody is helping people to wake up. So everybody's waking up more and more. And the more you wake up, Taylor, the more everybody else is going to wake up. And you don't have to have a talk show. You don't have to have an internet site. You don't have to have anything. Just wake up and uh, more people will wake up. That's how it works. So we're good, right? We're good. Don't try to save anybody. That's, that, you know, I know you're not trying to, but don't. It's easy to want to, you know, when you hear yourself saying things like, I don't know about these other people, then just kind of let go of that idea, in my opinion, okay? Just let go of that idea. It doesn't matter what these other people do. Don't be disheartened. Don't, don't worry about them. Don't, they're just, you can't do anything. It's not your job. It's not my job. Everybody gets to do what they want to do. And I know it can be difficult sometimes to see people just going over the edge and going over the, you know, going over the edge of the, whatever it is, going over the cliff and, what are you going to do? This might be fun. You want to play this? Well, no, we got a few minutes. I love Flat Earth. This must be a new one. Oh, it's actually an older one. Let me see if I can find this. I get my mouse. Okay. Taylor. Taylor. If the Earth is flat, how can we? How can the sun set? Oh, sounds fun. It's only five minutes. What do you think? Let's do it. Hmm. If the Earth is flat, how can the sun set? Hold on. It's <laughs> a great title. This is my flat earth counter. It continues on into the far distance. I have my camera filming across the surface, slightly above it. This line here is the path of the sun. And I have this bottle here to show you that it's just over 
Oops, just over three fingers above it. As we go down, we have our tropical forest. We have our blue glass cutting board and some more mountains, if you will, as the sun continues to the end. Three fingers, we have a level line. I'm gonna flip the camera around, stick it here. I'm gonna dim the lights and travel to the sun. Let me move my bottles out of the way. Here we go, my sun. And here we go. We follow the sun, the sun's path, staying level over our flat stationary counterplane. We cruise over the lower mountains. Of course, this is not to scale, and I could do this much higher if my kitchen was just twice as long. And we will get the same effect. I come to the end, to the firmament. And we stop. above level standing on the flat earth so here we go I'm going along the Sun's path keeping it level to the flat earth heading past the mountains now if this is truly the flat earth I'd have much more distance to go and I can even have this much higher to get the same effect. We're just finishing, hitting the firmament, basically. And let's take a look. that it doesn't set. 
Eric has bumps. To show that I am above the counter, the flat earth, I'm going to just slide this along a perfectly smooth flat earth. And I'm guessing that it doesn't set. Because the earth has bumps. trip. Yeah, I imagine how many people since uh, oh, for a long, long time have seen the sun appear to go down, you know, over the horizon and set in the sunset and can't even use the term anymore. It just moves away. Just moves away then we can't see it anymore and it comes back. Not up above the earth, as it says, but just to watch the way we uh, use the term anymore, right? Well, um, uh, let's see. I think Dr. Cowan is going to do a little thing at 1 o'clock, our time, which is about 12 minutes away. And every Friday, we try to uh, carry it. And I think we're just going to carry it in about 10 minutes. Because he's got some good stuff. I just think he's one of the all-time best guys ever looking at life and uh, how this all works, this life thing and health. I don't know what he's going to talk about today, but he's on every uh, Friday, and we generally are able to stream it right here on One Radio Network. So that's about 12 minutes away. So I'll take a little break here, get some orange juice, and then we'll get that we'll get that up and up and running. <laughs> Carol just said, "Wow, post that, baby." Yeah, we can. I I'll, I can. I'd have to record that so we can post it. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, David's cool. Yeah, when you really think about it and you look at it, uh, the whole heliocentric model it just doesn't work anymore it just it just isn't true and I know it's a hard one especially with all the things that have gone around over the last 10 years but you know you talk about this great awakening and there's just no no uh, accidents it's no coincidence that the whole non-heliocentric model movement has been uh, coming out into the open over the last, uh, what, 20 years? It's part of the Great great Awakening. Could you imagine, I mean, just think about it. You know, I love to think about these things that 
Of course, people wouldn't believe it unless they saw it on the news. But if, uh, I don't know, some some people, this is not going to happen, but somebody in NASA comes on and they want to do a news conference and all the and all the CNN and MSNBC and Fox and all the local news channel covered it, right? And they just came out and they said, you know what? We've been lying. They, we didn't go to the moon. Um, the earth is not round. It doesn't circle around. It's flat. And we've just been part of a cover-up over the last 50 years uh, since we've been um, in business just so people would feel like they're insignificant and they're just hurtling around the sun at 666,000 miles an hour and uh, and that they what they see and what they know to be true that they're not moving but they think they're moving just because we tell them that's all been baloney and we're sorry and God love us and so here you are. Wouldn't that be something? Could you imagine what... Baby, it's okay. It's all right. Could you imagine what humanity would do without that information? It would probably be... Uh, it would be cool. And there's a screenplay there somewhere. Right? That, that would be a great screenplay. Just have somebody in NASA have a out-of-body experience and all of a sudden they do this they do this press conference. Oh, and nobody else knows. Or maybe the head of NASA has an out-of-body experience and he sees that, that it's all been make-believe. And See, there you go, see? There's a lot of movies to be written. That's a good one. That's not my next one, but my next one's already been been working. So you see, the reason, and I just put it out there because we talked a lot about it today, the reason, only reason, that I'm going to be able to, will someday be producing movies, writing movies, and be in the film business as my number one job and not be on talk shows anymore is because I want to. And I believe I can, and I'm working at it, and it's going to happen. That's it. It's not because it's an accident, or I prayed to God because I want it to happen, and God gave it to me because I was a good guy. No, 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 no. Because I want to do it, and I'm doing it. That's it. Now, his spirit cheering me on and putting people in my life to help me? Yes. Introducing me to people? Yes. Having agents come into my life? Yes. That's how it works. But only, this is important, only because I'm putting the energy into it. And I spend every day learning about screenplays, working on it, thinking about what I want to do and how I'm going to do it. That's why it's working. Not because God's given me some gift because Patrick's a good guy. That doesn't. That's not the way it works. There's two sayings that I'll leave you with. Is when you pray, move your feet. 
Otherwise, it ain't happening. And as my teacher says, when you give 110%, not 100%, but when you give 110%, then God kicks in the rest. We've got to do it. It's not going to happen otherwise. Sit around and praying for people to get healed or praying for yourself to be healed as many of the Christians do, and I love them, and they're very sweet, and they, they're always asking for prayers for their uncle and all that, and it just doesn't work like that. Could, but generally not. Uncle Charlie's going to do what Uncle Charlie's going to do, and if he gets out and starts getting his act together and changing, then that's not how Uncle Charlie heals. I love you all very much. Thank you. We have a great week for you coming up. Dr. Kaufman, Andrew Kaufman next week. Ray Pete, uh, Dr. Richard Massey. Um, who else we got? Boy, it's been a while since we talked to Andrew Kaufman. Let me look at my schedule here. Oh, Martin Armstrong, too. Wow. What a week, man. We're jamming. And that's now, we're going to have more. Massey, Pete, Martin Armstrong is cool guy. Comes to, I think we're going to get um, um, another uh, lady on, too, um, about the financial world. And Dr. Andrew Kaufman. Love you. May the blessings be. Take care of yourself now and just stay out of trouble. Thanks for your support. Appreciate it. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.